Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I just wanted to say how nice it is to see you all. Uh, we watched Enter the Dragon. Bad guy in that has a claw for a hand. I don't know if I believe the feasibility of that. So I think we can do better. So uh, what would you attach to your hand? Michael. I would attach a miniature version of Bruce Lee. That is, um, that is something. That is interesting. Because he could kick his own ass. I'm thinking, based on that reaction, we should go to Ryan. <laughs> well, James, I would attach a hot dog because I'm hungry. I, we have hot dogs. Really? Yeah. Oh, can they're I have the, one? They're in the lobby. Great. All right. Let's all go to the lobby. But first, Stephen. Mine, well, mine sounds like a reality. Michael <laughs> took mine. I'm just going to still go with it, but a full-size version of Bruce Lee. Or snakes. You know what? Snakes. Snakes. No one wants snakes to fight on a hand. guy throwing snakes. All right. I like it. And I think that the winner is... We'll give out points. You know how this works. And I think that the winner is... <laughs> Steam song. Steven, I'm going yeah. <laughs> to go ahead and give you two points for that one. Because I had to think on my feet there. Yeah. I liked it. This is bullshit. And Ryan, <laughs> hot dogs, easily accessible. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I wanted. It's like you're a contestant here. They're free. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to From Under a Rock, the podcast dedicated to taking you out from under the rock on movies you should have seen by now. I am Michael Ornelas. I'm James McAnally. I'm Ryan Evans. And I'm Steven Zarita. This week we watched Enter the Dragon, which James brought to the table. That we did. That, uh, that I did. But before we go in... As part further, of our martial arts cycle. As yeah. part of our... As, our very special... As round two, as we will say, because that's martial Fight. artsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Uh, but first, why did you give us points earlier? For the... Explain points. Well, no, wait, <laughs> explain points. Wait, specifically, why did you give Stephen points earlier? Because his answer was not points worthy. What are you talking about, snakes? Uh, what snakes. You, okay, do you guys know anything about snakes? I know they a lot about the most snakes. vicious animals in the animal kingdom. So, just put James, why did, why did you give out points? Because though? points... Are like little happy kisses that I give everybody. I think that's a. And line I think Bruce if Lee you says. have the, the most little happy kisses by the end, you get to pick next week's <laughs> episode. Oh, I. By the way, that reminds me, uh, James. You and Michael just got back from your honeymoon, right? We did. That's right. We're still wearing the robes to prove it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you guys look really cute. Right? We went. We went to Isla Nubar. <laughs> Isla. It, it's, Isla it's, well, I don't pronounced think that's how you pronounce it. Isla Nublar. Uh. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, right. And uh, Wait, I thought you guys went dinosaur. to Isla Sorna. No, no, God, nu- no. Nublar. Nah. Okay. We have money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't be caught dead. That's that's more of like the uh, the poor man's island. It's yeah. like we don't really we didn't really trek over there. We could have a coupon. Day. Yeah, the coupon day. <laughs> <laughs> got so, got to see some dinosaurs. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations again. That was oh. a very nice ceremony. Thank you. I wasn't invited. Of We're still were. thinking of a, uh, thinking of a name for. Our for a young one. <laughs> oh, that ceremony. <laughs> well, later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, Down that, the line. <laughs> sorry, I thought I didn't get invited to that ceremony. If either. it's a girl, we were thinking Amber because that's what the mosquitoes Amber, yeah, exactly, are right? preserved yeah. in. And if and it's, it's a guy, we're thinking Jeff Goldblum Rex. Jr. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. 
that too. Or just his laugh. Or well, no, his first, his first name will be Jeff Goldblum Jr. His middle name will be Rex, of course. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And he twinnies on the toilet, and he'll get that from one of his dads, if not both. Man, we are beating the shit out of this joke. <laughs> James, why'd you pick Ender the Dragon? Um, actually, it's a movie I've only seen once um, before, but it's it's kind of like one of the um, one of the Bruce Lee epic movies that I feel like everybody should should see at some point in their lives. And uh, and upon a second viewing, I remembered how fun it is. Um, it's a little it's a little campy, a little cheesy. Uh, there are flashbacks within flashbacks within flashbacks at the beginning, which is nice. But um, by the end, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's always great seeing a martial arts master dedicated to film. So This is actually my first Bruce Lee movie I've ever seen. Same here. Really? You know, and I have a collection of them in my room. I checked the collection to see if this was in it. It wasn't. Really? Yeah. Maybe but, I uh, picked the wrong one. Well, I think this is like one of his few. He maybe only did one or two American films. I think everything else was in China. Um, and that's what's on the collection. But after this, I might go and crack that box open and see what's in there. It's like 14 or nine movies or something. I don't know. 14 or nine or 27. I don't know. <laughs> it has a number of movies in it. Yeah. I, I, I want to watch those with you. Yeah. We'll do a movie night. Yes. Ryan, if you want to put the hot dog down, do you have anything to say about the movie? Um, Ryan, put the hot dog <laughs> down. Uh, I, I liked it very much, actually. I, I thought it was... A whole lot of fun. Uh, James, you said it was a little cheesy, but I honestly... Uh, I, I can, I can see it's, it's that it's aged. I can see what you're you know? talking about, but I really didn't think that the entire it's time not, I was it's, watching it. It's not over the top or anything, but I, oh, I no, think not it's, at all. it's perhaps the... Um, it's a little cheesy a at couple, the A couple of the lines, like... Um, like uh, is it Williams? Who's like... Yeah, but in defeat, I'm gonna look good. It's just like, all right, well. Oh, I thought that was a cool line. Yeah, I thought that was. I mean, it was cool, but in a '70s sort of, in a cheesy sort of way. Most of the cheese for me was in you know the opening scene before the main credits. Mm -hmm. It was kind of some of the special effects too, like the blood and stuff. That was probably my least favorite scene of the whole movie. It was the very first one. Yes, where, um, you know, it's like a five minute long completely 100% expositional scene where they yeah. just say this is what you're going to do you're going to infiltrate yeah. this tournament because and this guy I had to is keep bad. thinking back to that scene like oh han used to be in his train at his temple but then he went against the way of the temple and oh that's why he's you know bad but See, he already had then, enough of motivation and then later you find out that the stakes for, the personal stakes for bruce were much higher yeah that uh this guy murdered his sister so right? it kind of renders that or exposition no, his unnecessary Hans bodyguard Hans, murdered his yeah. sister. Yeah. and then bruce lee gets his revenge i i liked that opening scene but i i like story-wise i see what you're talking about but i appreciate when martial arts anything involving martial arts acknowledges both the physical and the mental aspects of it. So I'm a martial artist and that's a lot of what I got. I'm, I'm like pointing with my, my <laughs> I wish uh, I had like a little snake hands little here picture of that. I'm a martial artist. I'm a martial and, artist. Uh, bang, 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 bam, bam. Um, that's not what we do. No, but you know, there, there's a lot of, there's physical training and then there's mental training. And then that, that opening scene kind of acknowledged it with you know what's martial arts about fighting without fighting and and, and there, bruce lee has examples of this when he you know tricks a guy into a boat instead of getting into a fight with him or mm. throws a snake into a room instead of getting into a fight with those guys but then he gets into a huge fight right after that but yeah. you know um i appreciated seeing that 
in that opening scene just to kind of know like, oh, there's real martial artists involved with this movie. And right. I, I don't mind hugely expository scenes because... Uh, Suppository kinda... scenes? No, expository. I don't mind that either, suppository scenes. <laughs> yeah, they're okay. Um, no, but right at the top of a movie like this, it just gets it out of the way because then you can just kind of watch the action. It, it gives you longer to kind of just coast without needing explanation because you're like, okay, this is why this is yeah. happening. Now let's watch cool things If you know, It's, it's just such a weak way to it is. try and engage your audience though yeah but, i mean it hooked me on the martial arts aspect of it because i mean you kind of saw me nerding out any scenes where people were like training like there's yeah. scenes where like dozens of people are just doing punching drills several times in this movie and i was like oh man punching drills it's like such a satisfying thing to me and that is not how you punch at all James. you gotta <laughs> rotate you gotta you yeah, gotta chamber yeah, oh, i'm sorry there were at least four people slightly inward there are at least four people in that movie punching exactly like james just punched yeah there were some there lazy were some punching. Who were just throwing their just fists around, straight up white belts. Um, so, so that was probably my uh, my favorite part of the movie is the punching. The punching was, scenes. Well, um, yes, yeah, sort of. It's how you said it. Just looks um, very technical and realistic to the martial art itself, mm-hmm. and um, it's choreographed pretty well. I, you know, there are obviously some parts where I can tell that uh, he's pulling. Right, or they're using bit. the camera to stack the so there's no contact. Yeah, so or, you can't tell you can't tell the depth of field right. quite um, quite enough to know. But the techniques themselves are like, well, that is a solid hook kick. But that is solid roundhouse. For the most part, it looks pretty uh, pretty authentic and really cool too. It holds on each shot fairly long, which isn't as which isn't used as much nowadays. You know, nowadays everything's cut really quick and snappy to kind yeah. of help up the pace, but also uh, help you incorporate your stunt actors and your effects and your wire effects. There's no wire effects in this movie. I couldn't spot a single one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not really anything overly flashy. There's maybe twice, like two backflips throughout the entire movie, once in that opening scene just to show how amazing Bruce Lee is, and I think somewhere towards the end someone backflips or something. Mm-hmm. But other than that, everything is just straight up punches, kicks, flying kicks. Um, and both as a movie watcher and a martial artist, I really appreciated that. I thought it was funny hearing you be like, uh, let's see, O'Hara throws a roundhouse kick and you're like, oh, textbook reversal to a roundhouse yeah. kick. Oh, yeah, no, there, <laughs> yeah. There, was a, there was a fight uh, where, who, what was his name? O'Hara. O'Hara. The bodyguard that killed yeah. Bruce Lee's sister. Or O'Hara. Or O'Hara. O'Hara. One of the two. Scarlet O'Hara. Scarlet O'Hara. <laughs> he just kicked around the face. Now, when you are in Taekwondo, they teach you, and it's actually surprisingly harder to pull off without a... It's easier said than done. But when someone throws a roundhouse kick at you, if you turn back kick, that's the perfect counter. And I saw him throw a roundhouse, and I thought to myself, oh, you should turn back kick. And then he did. And I was like, whoa! And he did it twice. <laughs> and I was like, amazing! And I was like, eh, don't do it a third time, because at that point, the opponent knows it's coming. And then he doesn't. I was like, oh, man, I'm, I was like so on board with that fight. It was amazing. <laughs> But then that's when you start playing the mind games of the fight, you know? It's like you think, like, oh, there's no way my opponent's going to throw a third roundhouse kick. Yeah. And then he does. It's, it's, it's not, metagame, No way right? there's a fourth, though. No no way. And then but it just then, keeps going. like, one out of 100 times, the fourth roundhouse comes. He's like, I know that he eventually will stop <laughs> roundhousing you. And then you... I could do this all day. And then you call him a scrub and throw your Xbox controller on yeah, the Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like... <laughs> a, you're like, this is lag. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so you're playing the meta game. I like uh, it. Steven, you were saying earlier how the uh the camera and the editing kind of uh goes out of its way to 
show the show, show the actual fighting show and show the techniques yeah. being involved. Um, and it it actually goes even further than that to where there was one scene I remember specifically. It was down in the uh, the the subterranean the, the subterranean lair. Whenever he's fighting all the guards near the uh, the prison cells, mm-hmm. and uh, he you know fights off four or five guards, and the camera does this quick shoot up zoom to his face, and it's like okay, that would be like the place to cut right there. But then the fight keeps going mm-hmm. off to the right as yeah. he like moves off and finds more people to fight. It's just that's a really interesting use of a camera zoom too, because I don't remember that mainly because I think when I was watching it, that camera zoom probably kind of trans like functioned as a, a sort of visual cut, like, you know, to change yeah, the visual yeah. so quick. I was expecting it yeah. too. So that way you can keep it from getting stale. But it was, it was almost to me, to me, it almost looked like, uh, Oh, this is where we were going to stop rolling. But then Bruce just got so into it that he, kept going. <laughs> he just kept finding people. And like you said, it, <laughs> the sun actors quick, are coming up. Hey, great throne. take Bruce. <laughs> and, and like you said, at some point while we were watching the movie, uh, it didn't look like everything was super tightly choreographed. It just looked like... Oh, in the big crowd action yeah, yeah. scenes. It just looked like, you know, go, people go people fight, were fake fighting, it. you know, yeah. and, and making it up as they go. Yeah. Which is kind of cool, too. Yep. I always wonder how you handle those scenes. Like, do the people just... Do they, you know... All right, you got 10 minutes to make up something. And, the, <laughs> like, the... Th- groups of two or three are like, all right, I'm going to do this and that and this and that. Or do they just say, uh, everybody here? Okay. Roll camera action. <laughs> just brawl. Just, just go for boof, it. Boof, boof. <laughs> um, talking about the extras, apparently Jackie Chan's in a shot. Um, yeah. Yeah. And got like, the, he's got this like anecdote where like, um, Bruce Lee apparently like hits him really hard over the head when he's, I guess not supposed to, or it's supposed to be like a glancing blow sort of thing, but he like smacks him real good. And um, it looked like he was like yanking his hair, like out yanking or his hair or yeah. something. And uh, maybe that was improvised or something like that. But Bruce Lee, being the professional he is, just kept going with it. But like afterwards, came up to him oh, and I'm like so apologized and like and like hugged him. And he's like, yeah. oh, and like apparently Jackie Chan was just like faking that it was still yeah, hurting. He, he's he like, oh yeah, it hurts really bad. He's like, I just wanted Bruce Lee yeah. to hold me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, I know, right? Except if you're op- his opponent, if he's like holding you, he's probably choking he's probably, you. Or yeah, or gonna like, break something. your arm. Yeah. So you you mentioned last week that there might be some conspiracy theories surrounding Bruce Lee's death, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm totally unfamiliar with. Not only Bruce Lee's movies, but his personal life as well. Yeah, and I um I don't know too much of the details uh, surrounding his death. All I know is that it's kind of shrouded in mystery in terms of like it, it seems like it it was a hit of some sort. Um, have they seen a body? Do we know for sure he's dead? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Okay. Then who have I seen doing two shows a week down in Vegas? That is Bruce. Free. Jenner, <laughs> Bruce Jenner. Oh, wait, Bruce Jenner not, doesn't uh, exist uh, Caitlin. anymore. Caitlyn Jenner. There we go. Yeah, how dare you bring that up? <laughs> uh, it was the J- first Bruce I thought. Of. <laughs> Wayne, Bruce Wayne, guys. <laughs> we just solved Batman, you guys. Um, Batman's Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, I was just gonna ask if you knew. Um, you know, just from that little anecdote, it sounds like Bruce was a pretty cool guy. And yeah, um, I guess maybe he pissed off some people, or uh, yeah, I think he didn't want to go through with a deal or something. I, I I don't know all the details, but I 
I think something about a deal didn't go right. And then the company he was working for, you know, when he had a headache, gave him the wrong kind of medication that caused like. His... So these are painkillers, right? Yeah. yeah. Painkillers. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're killers, all right. I mean, painkillers. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I still think ninjas. I think it's Jay Chow's parents. So that, Jay Chow? Yeah, so he could grow up and play Kato in the Green Hornet with Seth Rogen. I think you all had the hit the nail on the head. He broke too many mirrors. Yeah, that's true. At the end of this movie, that's like like hundreds of years of bad luck, right? No, I, I assumed that they got a stunt guy to come in and punch the mirrors. So that stunt guy, guy died that right guy, away. That guy yeah. died they later probably that went afternoon. probably three stunt guys. <laughs> yeah. I, I imagine like an Irish PA on that set. He's just like, uh-uh, I am out of here. <laughs> Why's he got to be a PA? <laughs> Why's he got to be Irish? Um, I, I, that that scene though, I would like to talk about that. Like um, the mirror scene. The mirror scene is pretty iconic. Yeah, you. Uh, I hadn't seen it before, but Stephen had obviously at least heard of it, if not seen it before. Yeah, I just to sort of segue. There's a movie called Dragon: The Bruce Lee Story. It's a biopic about Bruce Lee and his story. Now, I had seen that. Mm. Uh, and it ironically doesn't really cover much about his death. It I was kind about of, to ask. Yeah, yeah, it kind of, you know, the the movie ends with around this film, and then it, you know, like a credit text and is, he'll just never says, die. and he <laughs> passed away shortly after, oh. and he was a very successful. So this was his last film role, though, right? I think he start. I think he filmed like half of another movie, okay. and then they tried to finish it with some really bad like body doubles. There's some footage of like they wanted to they they, they would tape. It? They, they would have scenes where like a, a Bruce Lee body double was talking and having a scene into a mirror or someone was talking to Bruce Lee and over the body double's reflection on the mirror, they taped a picture of Bruce oh, Lee. No. <laughs> so that way it looked like they were talking to Bruce Lee. Um, I don't know the name of the movie, but in that biopic, there's a, they, they do that scene. They, you know, they cover like, all right, you're making this enter the dragon movie. And he's kind of haunted by this, you know, ghost from his past. And then he kind of, goes into the mirror scene and instead of seeing his opponent in this movie, you know, he starts hallucinating and, you know, they kind of personify his conflict in that ghost and it ties well into his story with immigration and everything. But oh, interesting. It was, uh, yeah, that's why I recognize it so much because both in this movie and in that biopic, they're very iconic scenes. Right. Well, I mean, like, it's also like it's been played on in other yeah. stuff too. I'm sure probably the Simpsons have done something like that at some point. Yeah. But, um, but it's also like, Especially watching it around this time, um, I'm just like, wow, man, that must have been really difficult at some points to like hide the the camera. And like there there are a few shots where like there, it's obvious like there's a statue or something in front mm-hmm. or something weird. But um, for the most part, I was just like, what a cool idea for like a final sort of battle. Yeah. Like like yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that. It had been done. Uh, I don't know if it came before this or after this, but uh, James Bond in The Man with the Golden Gun, which Ryan brought up during the I, I also thought of two other examples, actually, mm. since then. Um, so, yeah, the end of The Man with the Golden Gun has a similar sort of uh, climactic fight. Which I would say um, did it, at least the mirror idea, mm-hmm. better. They, this, they took more advantage of the mirror. Well, no, this one, that one felt like a maze. This one, when they backed out, it really just showed that mirrors are on a the square. walls, but it's still a wide open room. It was, it was shot... In kind of, kind of way that made it seem more claustrophobic than it actually was. Yeah, yeah, which bugged me when they kind of pulled out yeah. to wider shots, and I'm like, and oh, you're like, oh, it's clearly just like a gymnasium. Yeah, you know, you start off thinking it is like a, a maze, and then it is. It's just kind of four walls. So yeah, uh, then we have um, 
a movie that came out really recently called The Guest. If you guys saw that. Uh-huh. Was that... Uh, who's in that movie? Like, no one. The girl from It Follows. Oh, then I haven't seen it. This was before It Follows. Micah Monroe. So. Yeah, Micah Monroe. And um, the other one, it's not quite the same, but uh, the original Total Recall. Okay. The Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a mirror scene in that? No, there's a scene on Mars after he gets his ass to Mars. <laughs> um, <laughs> trying to recall I, I forced movie. it a little bit. I'm sorry. Um, whenever he has some kind of uh, duplication technology where he makes a, a bunch breast? of clones. No, he makes oh. clones of himself, but they're like just uh, holograms. He makes holograms of himself oh. and tricks Ooh, all the I vaguely uh, remember this. And yeah. then he comes out and one he says like, <laughs> you think I am the real Quaid? You're right. And then he kills him. Oh, yeah. that's the best. <laughs> like, cause he doesn't give him an answer to like, or a time to answer. He's like, you think I'm the real Quaid? You're right. Like instantly. That, that, was, that like made me laugh out loud. That was a fun movie. I only saw it recently, but that yeah, was Yeah, I, I saw it, um, I think I saw it in uh, theaters actually. Oh, whoa. Which was cool. I mean like it was a oh, re-release. re-release. Of yeah. course. <laughs> I, like, I wasn't around. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm looking up uh, James just dated Lee's himself. Because um, his son actually was killed in a sort of mysterious way. Well, too, now they the kind of, of the crow. they kind of cover that in that biopic. Because in that final scene uh, where they reference this mirror mm. uh, sequence, the ghost instead of you know they, he breaks through a mirror and then there's a battlefield and then his son is there and his son is crying and then the ghost starts to go to his son and then that's when Bruce Lee finally like. I'm going to fight. I'm going to I'm going to kill this ghost finally. And that ghost or whatever, whatever it's, it it kind of seems to imply whatever got to Bruce was going to go to his son after. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of like, you know, ran down the family line. Yeah, cuz that was during the filming of The Crow. He was actually shot on set. Yeah. So. I'm I'm being very vague. Like check out that movie. It's not Bruce Lee going, I got to fight a ghost. It's more of like it's his inner demon personified. Yeah. It's it, they're giving a physical appearance to it to show demon. his struggle there was he in a movie called inner demon <laughs> he should be. guys we are talking about a lot of movies that aren't enter the yeah. dragon and i want to continue that and talk, <laughs> and talk about the mad max no 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 no, no, no. rad blacks black dynamite i saw a lot of similarities yes. with with williams and it's not just because he's a black guy but he has a it's, very similar role as, yeah. Like just the personification of his character mm-hmm. is very similar to Black Dynamite. That to me, it felt like Black Dynamite was almost, I would say, directly inspired by him. I could definitely see that. Definitely. No, and, I mean that's just speculation. On well, my, I mean, the, there's several part, examples. But, there's they kind of play like that uh, sort of black exploitation music riff when he starts the fight against <laughs> the big, uh, I forget the Han. Yeah. And yeah. then you know, there's a scene where. <laughs> Sorry, I was that was a great drum, drum fills. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's like a, a scene where the hospitable Han offers him, you know, they bring each guest like a bunch of women and mm-hmm. for the night and they say, all right, pick one. And he picks like four or five. Mm-hmm. He's and, like, if I missed anybody, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Anybody, I've had a long day. day. <laughs> but I mean, and that's how Black Dynamite starts off. That's your introduction to his characters, the yeah. six way. so the similarities are there. You're going to wake up the rest of the bitches. <laughs> this was played for humor as well. It wasn't like, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like this was just the right. The writers women. were just like, "This is how it is," you know. Yeah, <laughs> they were they were still playing it off. Yeah, there was that William. What do you think about Mr. Han as like a villain? Like he's just kind he of was, he kind was of an enterprising sort of. I don't. 
really entrepreneur crazed. <laughs> His his biggest the biggest problem I had with him was how weak he was. Yeah, and how, as a villain or as a fighter, like a little as, bit of both. As right? a, as he a both, disposed yeah. of William pretty quick. Yeah, he seemed like a badass. In it the it only on. seemed, it seemed mostly because Williams was caught off guard by his metallic hand, right, possibly. And, yeah, and, and he, he injured himself pretty early on in that fight. And he he was in like his office, and he didn't know like. Well, if he had it, that that begs the question: if he had um, if he had kept the metal hand. And nobody knew would Bruce Lee have still been able to defeat to defeat him. Yeah, he puts on this really conspicuous and Bear really claw. really poorly made claw yeah. attachment. It looks like it wouldn't even like withstand like one good hit. Yeah. Like it doesn't look like you could shave with it even. <laughs> you know what? That bear claw looks like if you if I got a good swipe and I sunk it into your shoulder or something. Mm. Well, now it's stuck in your shoulder. Yeah, it would. If yeah. I yank like, away, it's just gonna stay there because that happens. He he sinks it into the table and or well i sunk my finger into the table now but into like you know something and then you know he can't get it free and has to pull his arm loose and i thought yeah that is a horrible weapon the knives seem like they would be a better weapon but bruce lee in his epic martial arts why not go with the captain hook approach hey you know just a big old hook. Because that'll get caught on things other than human flesh. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're just walking you, and like, oh, there's God, there's a curtain. There's a curtain the as you swing your hand right. forward. Yeah. Like, oh, By God. the way, snakes would be a really bad idea because they would turn and bite you. Like you have no control over which way a snake bends. It was such a bad answer. No, what if you're Why did he get points? What if you're a snake you're, charmer? You have to, you know, his you know cons. Michael. No, 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 no. Steven gets another point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go Michael, for a second shut point. shut up. Con has his bodyguards which are actually his daughters and who more loyal to guard you than family oh what happened to them yeah the yeah what happened to them like, oh, it just got brought up and and deleted never scene i guess if it yeah. makes you feel any better at that point is also for that 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 okay. what he just said because that's like what yeah they established that and it's like oh my daughters are my personal guard and it's like okay well, never where the hell back. were they yeah, where were they in that big fight? Were they would, were they the ones that were laughing when William? <laughs> they were super high. During they were the fight. super high. Being horrible bodyguards yeah. too. Yeah, just like ah! there's a fight. Ah, it's so funny. No, you raise the snakes from I, birth. I, You're the first thing they yeah. see when they crack out of the yeah. eggs, and they just mother and. And it's them. like it's like they baby duck you. You know, like they're like following you exactly. around everywhere, and you're like baby birding. I prefer them. to call it toga peeing. Toga peeing. Toga peeing. That was horrible. Take that out. <laughs> it sounded more like a Roger Rabbit, actually. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ten anymore. I can't do the voice. <laughs> um. Yeah, I want to talk about some of the other characters a little bit too, such as was it uh, the Roper? Roper, Roper, the American character, mm-hmm. or the the, the white American, tall, the white American, the older, the taller Zac Efron, who doesn't look like he should be any good at martial arts. But yeah. he is. I mean, he obviously, you know, looked like he knew what he was doing. But our, sorry. Oh, just our token PD. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, PD. <laughs> just don't. Oh, don't. don't, don't oh, say I'm it. sorry. Don't I'm sorry. It. Yeah, continue. Um. Yeah, he just seemed really out of place among the rest of people. The rest of the people. Well, I had to ask, what's his motivation again? Oh, yeah, money, gambling, debts. And I think he might have been in Vietnam with William. With I Williams, guess they had a history. Yeah. So yeah, was, and Williams was just there to win. He was just like Williams, I'm a just like, hmm. and he yeah, wanted okay, to get away showed, from like those racist cops. I guess too. they showed fast and he lived well, loose. No, because he already had the ticket. Like his whole flashback was just he goes into his dojo and like walks around. 
And then he's like, well, time gets, to go to the tournament, I guess. Gets stopped, gets stopped by the cops and steals their car. Which oh, yeah. Is just gold. <laughs> he, he, just I, cops. It doesn't even really show it. He kicks the crap out of the cops, and then it cuts to him in the car, just it's, like driving away. Was it, was, it just, was it just me, or did you guys hear the dynamite? dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely seemed of dynamite quality, that dynamite scene, caliber. The scene is so amazing because the cops, like are about to arrest him for no reason. They're racially profiling. And then he just like immediately breaks one of their sticks. Yeah. I forget what you call them. Uh, and then baton? batons. Nightstick. Night Billy sticks. club. Billy club. Something. Yeah. He breaks one and then attacks the other guy. And then, yeah, and then it cuts to him in the car. And I was just like, what? You're <laughs> stealing that? I guess if you got a plane ticket to Hong Kong one way, it's like, well. I guess you already beat up a couple of cops, you know, you might as well steal their car, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it it's like, well, it um, couldn't get that much it's worse. It's there. It's available. I was going to walk home, but... <laughs> the rap sheet's not going to get that much worse if you steal their car. Uh, but yeah, I, I I, kind of... Uh, what's what's his name again? The uh, the American surrogate. Roper. Roper. The American surrogate Roper. I, I did kind of enjoy his smarmy attitude. I and, did too, yeah. Uh, he, was, he was fun to watch, even though I felt like he didn't quite it, belong. It, of like all of the characters, he felt like, he, yeah, I, I agree. I'll give you a point for that one. I did Ryan. think it was kind of weird they sort of tried to shoehorn a love story in with I forget her name, but there's Tanya. a blonde woman. Kanya? Tanya. Tanya. Was it actually? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have the character list in front with of me. With Tanya. You're cheating. You see like... No, I'm, I'm trying to make it sound professional. <laughs> <laughs> you see a sh- like a scene of them in his room at night and she's like massaging him and you're like oh something's about to go down and then you don't see anything else from that plot again until she's dead at the end he kind of looks over and goes oh that sucks yeah, that's, that's too bad <laughs> yeah you know what else yeah, is uh, really, she was the perfect weight to step on my back exactly i was expecting um like when they go uh in that big ex- expository scene that ryan hates um they're also like oh and also we have a an agent uh you know, behind enemy lines, and she's a she's going to be helping you out. And I was expecting that a to be a love interest there, sort of thing, but, but she ends up just saving everybody. Like she un, un oh um, she frees the guard, she frees like all the, of the, the prisoners, uh, the prisoners, which prisoners. caused the riot, yeah. which you know is enough of a distraction for Bruce to. But face after off. that, like that's really you only get the one scene with her where he's like, actually, there's you know, yeah, he they asks, come by with all the women, and, and he like, says, I want that girl. There's one the, girl that I need to yeah. talk to, and I'm pretty sure she only has maybe three speaking lines yeah. in the entire movie. So I was expecting to see more from her. Yeah. No. Oh well. Yeah. I, I agree. You know who I want to talk about? Yeah. Bolo. Ha! Ah, Bolo. Ha! With his massive arms and yeah. pecs. Yeah. He was he tank. was there yeah he was there just to be a machine and he actually did that great yeah I I agree even though like I'm pretty sure he, he didn't kind of it, it felt his part felt kind of redundant with the with uh, O'Hara O'Hara yeah. part as well though yeah just you know I didn't two, think about that. two very strong intimidating boss characters if you will you yeah. know I um, that's actually also a really good point another point for him Michael. It's yeah. It, I was bringing it up to make that point. Well, he got to it first. See, this is what happens when you steal my Bruce Lee hand ideas. But hey, I won in the end. Um, no, yeah, it 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 is kind of. He's you're, just you're gonna let to, him get away with being that cocky. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, you're right, though. It is set up to just have a cool fight scene at the end, like establish this guy is good, just so you can see one of the heroes fight at the end. Yeah. Um, which this is a martial arts film. You want to see a cool fight, and it makes a, well, more of a payoff when you see, okay, this guy's pretty good. You have a little bit of a scale to measure him by now. The reason I thought it was redundant, though, is because um, Bruce Lee 
uh, fights O'Hara. Is it O'Hara, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I keep forgetting. I think so, yeah. The bodyguard um, who killed his Yeah, sister. and he fights him, like, what, just about halfway through the movie, it feels like. Yeah, and yeah kills that was him. a weird place to have as, that. So that seems like that should have been as in an the third arc, act. You know, uh, it's about a quarter of the way into the movie, you find out, oh, there's this guy that made your sister kill herself. And then just over halfway... Another quarter of the movie later, he dies. Boom, done. Yeah, and it seemed like he was. was I think think he was in it for a little longer, maybe. But but um, but that's why I like the Bolo character because it's like okay, you get like a mini boss that makes it to the end, and a mini boss you can kill halfway. Well, also Roper ends up fighting Bolo. Right. Yeah, yeah, and that was a satisfying fight too, because this entire Cause, movie. Because uh, I was actually worried of, yeah. about him, you know, like I because like you you're don't not know. really worried about Bruce Lee. He's like the ultimate badass. What? Oh, the uh, yeah. That was an interesting fight to see Roper and Bolo because you only saw him win one fight earlier where he threw away the first couple points just to get some gambling money and then, you know, one hit KO'd the guy. And you say, all right, that's good, but that was just a normal grunt. He was just some other martial artist on the island. But Bolo yeah. is Bolo is like has, has proven twice or three times at that point that he's like... Unstoppable. Like, yeah, and like just straight up murders those guards. And Roper is able to... Do some really. It was a really interesting fight, and I, his <laughs> Bolo's death scene was kind of funny because he kind of lays on a shoe. Yeah, when he dies, <laughs> he, but he tries to. He's like, "Please, somebody hold me." Yeah, no, I mean, I, I that that was a fun scene. Good kicks. There was a <laughs> good kicks. Good kicks. I got my kicks, Stephen. Yeah. Uh, if you had to give this movie a grade on quality of kicks, what would you give it? This has nothing to do with your actual grade of. Is the this movie. on like a? Uh, Ace, on, on, uh, the four letters, scale, on, on the four, four scale. scale. This is going to factor into our four rating. I'd give it an A minus. Wow. Separate review of the punches now? Oh, there are some bad punches. Ooh. If I take this movie as a whole, I got to go a B. Not because of the main characters, but there's some extras in the back that just do not know how to no, punch. One of the training exor- exercises specifically. Yeah. Okay. I, I have one follow-up question to that. Uh, on said scale, what would be an A plus for kicks, and what would be an A plus for for punches? Uh, a plus for punches the, would be. You remember the Casablanca the, of kicks and punches? If he said he was looking at you, kid, and then punched him, <laughs> that would be a pretty sick punch. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking at you, Han. Oh, I thought you, you remember meant in Casablanca. Oh, in Casablanca, he just he just, <laughs> he just slugs punches her. What's her face? <laughs> No, uh, if you okay, remember the Williams's flashback in the, in the dojo. I thought they had great punches. Okay, if they were all around that level, and I mean, because you remember when I saw that scene, that's why I was like, oh wow. And then the kicks. There's just some times where the kicks weren't, you know, bent. They were bent at the wrong angle, and that is well, you don't want to well, actually like kick Bruce, the guy in the face. It was like Bruce was saying, emotional content or whatever it was at the beginning. Don't look of at the, the finger. Look at the moon. Yeah, it's like, do you understand? I guess. <laughs> so yeah, I think to me, uh, there were some memorable characters overall, though. Uh, it's just kind of, the characters were just kind of average. There were a lot of forgettable ones as well as the memorable ones. Um, how about just the straight up story to this movie? Not it's, much to it, right? It's really light. Yeah. It's, it's kind well, of James Bond meets yeah, martial arts. You know, I was actually going to say, um, it's, it's a lot like... Um, Ryan, you were talking about how the expository scene at the beginning was kind of stop, or I will take the hot dogs away. <laughs> that was directed no, to Michael. It's going to make no sense Ryan, on the Ryan. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, that's what the movie was kind of like, right? The movie was kind of like, stop well, or I'll well, take like, your Well, it gives you this expository scenes that are like, um, it, it felt like a spy movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's like, all right, here's mm-hmm. where you'll be infiltrating and I'm British and, you know, like all this stuff. Um, and the, the whole plot felt like an infiltration spy, despite the fact that it was um, a martial arts film. So it was a really cool infusion, and it even had the soundtrack to match almost. Yeah, I think if they just simply rearranged the plot a little bit, you know, keep all the same elements, just change the order, it would be a much better movie. I think the flashbacks we had, if they just put that at the front, if we had seen uh, O'Hara kill Bruce Lee's sister at the beginning of the movie, we would immediately know, oh, there's a stake in this, and then, oh, he's connected to Han. And then you could do something similar with the other two characters that go on the island with him. And then, you know, because flashbacks are kind of a cheap way of, what's this guy doing? Well, let's flash back and show you. Uh, And then I think it would get into the story better. And then if we can somehow put his fight against O'Hara later in the movie, it would be a little more emotionally satisfying of an arc. Sorry, as much as I do think the the flashbacks were uh, unnecessary and kind of the wrong way to do it, I did like how uh, the, the symmetry of it showing all the main characters arriving at the same yeah, time yeah. in the same manner on these little uh, dinghies, little I was, boats. It just it just messed with the pacing for me in that part of the movie Absolutely, because yeah. the action of I them just like, getting from the dinghy well, to the we boat. I feel like so that stretched. should have just been the beginning of the movie, honestly. Yeah. Well, no we flashbacks, were, though, just them on the boats. <laughs> Maybe, the, I don't like know. Like the, the people in the back. We didn't necessarily need to see any of it. Like I feel we, like that we could have, have seen Bruce's later. and I, 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 yeah, I didn't. Williams's didn't add anything to the story. And well, and we get that Roper is a degenerate gambler. Like we don't yeah, need a flashback yeah, to tell you us could, that, right? that he might be in debt, or like you know, and somebody comes the, and tells him anyway that he's like you're in debt, and it's like yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I'm here. Yeah, it's like so, so, why do we need to see the flashback? Yeah, but the um, um, you're right. The the symmetry of that scene was kind of cool, but I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure if the the way they not went done about the best it was, way. Yeah, no. exactly. And like, there was even a point where we were watching where we were just like, "Are we in the present right now?" Like, because we would go into a flashback, it then we'd go into a flashback, two levels that deep, would yeah. go back to the flashback, and then later in the flashback, and then finally, back yeah, yeah, to yeah. The one present. of the flashbacks has a later, like a, <laughs> yeah. the next week. When your flashback has a flashback, that's the point that you stop doing it. <laughs> this isn't Inception. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Should we rate it? Let's, Let's do it. Do it. Chumbi. James. Um <laughs> I uh I really uh I really like this movie. Like I said, I'd only seen it once before. So um it was nice to kind of go back and rehash it a little bit. Um I'm gonna give it give it a B plus. I'll go next. I really love the martial arts in this movie. I mean I think the most solid martial arts I've seen in any movie. It's just straight up technique. It's amazing. Uh, and man, you can see like the individual muscle fibers on Bruce Lee. It's crazy. That guy. Whoa. If you had to give a separate rating to Bruce Lee's muscles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like if I could pick a body type to have, that's the one I would pick. Really? Yeah. It's a little, it's a little jerky looking, you know, yeah. like sinewy. Stringy. Yeah. But when flexible. I see him, I'm like, what a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see all those people he killed in the movie? No, because you, you maintain your flexibility. Yeah. That's why. Flexibility is important. Uh, I'm going to give this movie a solid B. I love the martial arts, but the story things we were just mentioning, I think, just kind of leaves it feeling a little jumbled. 
and some of the dialogue or the 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 it's almost voiceover dubs you know don't come off the best mm. some weak some yeah, weak yeah yeah dialogue in terms or of performance not especially writing. like the first big lines by like the master or whatever it's like that's not him right? yeah <laughs> so that was a b right that was you a said? b okay uh i very much enjoyed enter the dragon i don't believe i had seen a bruce lee movie beforehand and i totally get now why he is an icon in martial arts cinema i uh, just really enjoyed he had, he had just such a easygoing character and a powerful charisma about him and his technique just looked really impressive to me a layman mm. and layman ah. Ah. what's a lay someone who lives in LA I'm gonna give it a B plus <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give that joke a D oh Ooh. We give don't it, give too give many it the of those. D. <laughs> I think we've only given one movie a D. Someone. No, we gave a couple. Troll Two. <laughs> Miami Connection. Troll Two got Battle the D. of Gods. I gave a. Yeah, it was pretty bad for me as well. But I also am giving a D. To some movie that that'll suck in, in the, the future. future. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for this movie, yeah, story was weak. Action was cool. Uh, Bruce Lee was the best of said action. I could have used with more Bruce Lee fight scenes, honestly. Yeah, I needed uh, one or two more. For me, it's a B minus. Maybe you could fight like some dinosaur skeletons in I'd the jungle. That. Yeah. So, Michael, uh, you get a point. Thank you. He gets a point for rating, <laughs> <laughs> for participation. <laughs> Just overall, for everything you've everything you've said up to now is worth one point. <laughs> Aw, don't give me that look. This is, yeah, you can have the hot dog. So what's our? They're yours. <laughs> so B. It's a B. It's okay. a B. Enter the dragon, dragon gets a B. Gets a B for Bruce. B for Bruce. At least it didn't get a D for dragon. For uh, it could have gotten for an L Lee. for yeah. Could have gotten a B for Blu-ray. We watched it on Blu-ray. Yeah, that's true. Even though I owned it on DVD, it was shot in HD. You mean film? Film could have gotten a B for. It's actually filmed in 3D, but Bumblebee. The Transformer. <laughs> Hold on. Why? <laughs> because Bumblebee it's time for the challenge. challenge. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. All right, attention. Hot dogs. Bow. Hot dogs. What's the challenge? Hot dogs. Okay, so imagine hot dogs. Um, imagine that you've Done. got... All <laughs> <laughs> right, I imagine them. How many points do I get? Ryan, stop eating your I hand. I did it first. I did it first. <laughs> um, so imagine that you guys are Mr. Han in this movie where you've got... Um, well, we're not. Are we Mr. Han or are we like an equivalent? Well, you're, you're an equivalent. Okay. You, you're, you're an entrepreneur who is acquired a massive amounts of wealth and you decided hey i'm just gonna up and move to an island in the middle of the uh, pacific ocean and uh so on this island your only contact with the outside world is a tournament that you hold every three years now this island is not kung fu island but it's whatever island you want it to be it's a themed island we already talked about isla nublar and so uh sorna so i'm gonna go ahead and outrule dinosaurs God. <laughs> Fine, I guess I'll do an island of people with Bruce Lee for hands. All right. 
Wait, that idea's been taken too, <laughs> twice. And uh, yeah, that's that's the challenge. So who would like to? I, I guess like to go first. Whose tournament am I attending first? I guess you can attend mine first because it's coming up this year, okay. and uh, it's my answer is probably going to be the most underwhelming one. Oh, don't sell yourself short. Uh, okay. <clears throat> uh, so my island is called Whiplash Island. All right. Where we bring together, uh, we have secret invitations handed out to all the best drummers in the world. Yes. What did you think? And Michael. <laughs> you were invited, Michael? <laughs> Was I not? Yeah, you were. You were. Aw, uh, thanks, buddy. I just gotta, Don't roll your eyes. I just got to throw him something, guys. I don't. <laughs> yeah, so Michael, you're invited <laughs> to Whiplash Island. You don't have to wink. <laughs> um, so yeah, instead, it's basically, it would play out very similarly to the plot of Enter the Dragon, in, except instead of, uh, first of all, it would be much louder. Right, because everyone would be playing their uh, their their warm up exercises at the same time, and you know how drummers uh, never want to acknowledge each other, and they're always trying to one up the other drummers around them. I've actually always like been very friendly with all the drummers. There's a bunch of bald men running, like running around screaming yelling. at the top of their lungs. <laughs> all, all the like, drummers, double time swing. All the drummers, are, yeah. Well, I was gonna get to that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> but instead of uh, instead of you know, the martial arts fights, you would have drum battles and, uh, you know, all the drummers would be standing around in a circle and two of them would get called out uh, to battle it out very similarly to the last five minutes of Whiplash. That would be just uh, absolutely okay insane. Yeah. Absolutely insane <laughs> drum work going on uh, and there would still be plenty of death. No more needs to be said about that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you drum battle to the death. Nice. And yes, of course, instead of Mr. Han, you have uh, Mr. What's his name? I forget. Yeah. Great. J- you have Mr. Simmons, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Walking walking amongst uh, all the drummers, telling them how bad they are. Their double time and, swing And sucks. how gay they are and how, how, how their, parents their parents don't love them. And, yeah. and not my tempo. It's it's never his it's tempo. Just, never his tempo. Absolutely cr- never his tempo. It's just like tempo. fucking cacophony on that island. Like you've got to wear like throwing the chairs. Same, in the, the same crowds. earmuffs yeah. that that people that direct planes have like at all times. And the only way off the island is suicide. <laughs> wow, that's, that's dark. Probably accurate. <laughs> all right, uh, I'm gonna give you just for the sheer comedy of. Um, of just the sound. Like, you would be able to hear that island from, like, <laughs> 10 miles <Space>. away. <laughs> from space. Where, <laughs> where you sound doesn't can't. carry, you can hear it from space. <laughs> that yeah. loud. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and it's give It's like the, uh, the, the secret agents that send Bruce Lee in. They're like, we've been trying to go in and arrest those people for years, but it's just too, it's loud. Just too loud. We can't get in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, why, don't you, why don't you just send people in? It's like, you don't understand. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll give you five points for that one. Thank you. All right, who wants to go next? I'll go next. Okay. Steven. Let me, let me get into demo mode. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I hate <Okay>. this already. <clears throat> Welcome to Def Jam Resort Island, <laughs> where our courteous staff says, we'll be there for you. These five words, they swear to you. Here you'll always have a nice day. Blah, 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 blah. 
It's really cool. It's like a beach, you know. You got like a lot of drinks. This is essentially like a high-end resort uh-huh. that you can go to. But there's a twist. Hold on. But you shouldn't wait till tomorrow. What about now? Run away to Def Jam Resort Island today because this island is Bon Jovi themed. Yes, Bon Jovi's albums are part of Island Def Jam Records. And as the head of Island Def Jam, I wanted to make this tribute island. So I took my entrepreneurial money and bought the island. And every three years, we host a karaoke contest at our, at our, at our resort. Uh, and we invite everybody from all over the world to see who can sing the best Bon Jovi songs. But we also bring a lot of Bon Jovi cover bands such as Bounce, Steel Panther, Metal Shop, and more. You know, you can uh, if you're if you want to be in a cover band but you don't have friends, this is a great place to meet. Sorry, are those other... real Bon Jovi? Yes. <laughs> Steel Panther. Well, I mean, Steel Panther bounces exclusively Bon Jovi. The others cover Bon Jovi as well as. <laughs> other as well as other uh 80s rock bands but uh you know just you can come by yourself you'll meet other people you have a shared interest and maybe you'll meet the guitar player or drummer that your band needs and you know it's all about friendship first of all of course you're coming by yourself because you're a bon jovi fan and you don't have friends so it's redundant when you say if you don't have friends to form a cover band with you can come here and meet people you're a bon jovi fan you don't have friends I'm sorry, I'm very opinionated. <laughs> you can see that. Give me my pen back. I <laughs> So the tournament is is essentially It's a karaoke a, contest. A karaoke we got contest. like a machine in the shed, you know. Okay. If well, you want to do the cover band, that's like a separate thing. That's like okay. we got the, the concert series. That's like the series, deluxe package. But not everybody's musically talented. Some people just kinda wanna get up in front of the bar and karaoke. Right. Um Well, Steven. I gotta say, points for originality, <laughs> but not. Oh many. wait, I didn't bow out. There you go. Um, points for originality, except not really because it's. I I feel like I should have maybe said, okay, no dinosaurs, no Power Rangers, and no Bon Jovi. Steven, all those things you like, don't do any of them. <laughs> no, all those things you do every. Hey, every how about challenge. tying it into? I went deep. I went into. I, I brought in cover bands, actual cover bands. Okay. And the great, you album. can name three Bon Jovi cover bands. That's not going deep. That just means your obsession has a problem. <laughs> Your obsession has an obsession. I think my obsession yeah. pays off. And I, I told you the, the studio that releases their albums. That is, I tied it Def all Jam together. Island Def Jam Records. Oh, okay. Because I thought it was going to be like Def Jam, like Def Jam Vendetta. Vendetta. I did too. And I, I did thought, too. I was I like, too. is this about to be hilarious? Like, that, like, that's weird. what I thought. And then it wasn't. Was like, Are we going to be with fucking Method Man and Red Man here? It was hilarious for me. <laughs> Guys, check out the video. I, Everybody so left. Unfortunately, unfortunately um, I'm going to give you two points. Because I was really hoping that you were going to start saying, okay, and then Met- Red Man comes out of nowhere, and it's a rap battle. Well, hold on. Let's stop and get to mine, okay? Okay. Mine's not that. Okay. I was like, oh, <laughs> man, Michaels, go for it. Mine takes place on a little island called SLJ Island. Oh, you, so you're long, wondering? Jeremy? No, SLJ Island. Uh, seriously long uh, Josh, show Josh, jumble Lenny wait uh, show Lenny jammies show, show Lenny's, Lenny's jammies. jammies I actually show Lenny's jammies. I actually didn't think you would get it but you did <laughs> <laughs> no 
Uh, once every three years, uh, the it's the largest gathering of Samuel L. Jackson impersonators who come together and have a quote off. <laughs> Where you can this hear is gonna be this is gonna be uh, like really competing for how loud <laughs> Ryan's Island is. <laughs> There's a bunch of people yelling. Yeah, yeah. Samuel <laughs> Jackson. Likes. I'm not sure I would want to enter that competition <laughs> with such classes with such classics as. That's it. I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Or does he look like a bitch? Or say what again? Or you know me. It's my duty to please the booty. Uh, which wallet is it? Uh, it's the one that says bad motherfucker on it. Um, I don't know. Come on, guys. Join in. Those are three Pulp Fiction ones. And a Snakes on a Plane one. Yeah. Um, and, a, and a Shaft one. Come on, guys. You, you Throw me some SLJ quotes. Let's, let's partake. Who would like to go? Um, By order of... The Galactic Federation, I'm putting you under arrest. Okay, all right, okay. You (coughs) in the name of the Imperial Senate, you're under arrest, Chancellor. That is the line. Wow. Leave it to Steven to quote the prequel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, By the way, Revenge of the Sith is my favorite Star Wars movie. All right, you're already going to lose some points on that. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to point out. Hold on, hold on. That isn't a part of the original trilogy. Okay. Or isn't the Christmas special. So well, everybody's favorite episode is the Christmas special. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is bad. Oh, and go the fuck to sleep. Oh, go the fuck to sleep. I like go to th- the fuck to sleep. It's a good one. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll give you five points for that one, too. So Steve, I say Galactic Steven. Imperial Senate. It's Galactic Senate of the Republic. <laughs> Steven. In the name of the Galactic Senate of the Still Republic. <laughs> Steven. You're under arrest. I just want to point something out. And this infuriates me. Because he went Bon Jovi. Like, Ryan was trying to lose. <laughs> and he couldn't was do he? it. Just one last thing to point to be, out, James. Right? I came up with my examples off the top of my head. Michael's looking his up off the internet. Wait, What? When I gave you Bon Jovi cover band examples, I did it off the top of you his, named my three. head. You named three. You looked up your examples online. You were just scrolling through a list of quotes right now. Hey, even I paraphrased one off the top of my head. Yeah, well, I go for accuracy. Well, then that's just unfair of you to be like, come on, guys, let's all get in on this. And you've got your phone with the fucking <laughs> Samuel Jackson. Quotes. No, I ran. I did three that I knew off the top of my head. Oh, okay. Anyway, looked up two. Anyway. And then was like, give me I, others. We're, Michael, not, getting, we're Michael, not getting nitty gritty with this, guy. Michael, what's the final points tally? Ryan, seven, me, six, Stephen, five. And, and all I'm saying is just, Stephen, you could have won. I was actually like You giving... could have won. I'm disappointed. I don't think he cares. <laughs> I love my idea. I'm going to jam out to some Bon Jovi in right, a car you guys right like after Bon Jovi, this. go actually, to Stephen's Island. Actually, his island is a great idea because it gets rid of all the Bon Jovi fans <laughs> everywhere else and puts them in one place, which makes bombing easy. Trying to so, wow, con- that got- so congratulations, yeah. me, <laughs> for uh, taking uh, uh, walking away with this episode. Uh, what's our pick you for next week, walk Ryan? Walk away with it. <laughs> I, I strolled away with it. What if you just one got by up? One point. I took it and snuck you just off. Get up and like. <laughs> Stop doing the podcast. You could do that. Can you put the hot dogs away? So, Ryan, what's your pick for next week? Well, I'll tell you. No one asked you. 
Well, I'll tell you, Ryan, you beautiful <laughs> genius. Uh, <laughs> well, now you're embellishing. <laughs> uh, we are going to watch the movie Warrior. Have any of you seen it before? Nope. I have not. I have. And I'm super excited to watch it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Great. <laughs> uh, it's actually, it's it's very different from the martial arts picks that we've watched so far. Um, it, it's It's a much more modern movie. It just came out a few years ago. But uh, yeah, I'll just say it's pick worthy. Is um, it is it because the martial arts are mixed? The the martial arts are indeed mixed in it, okay. rather than just sticking with the one, you know, like some of our previous picks have been. You know, yeah, just saying. taekwondo. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> no taekwondo. Taekwondo. <laughs> taekwondo. That was stupid. I'm sorry. I'll probably cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, now you can't. I can. Uh, so yeah, I would uh, we would love it if you guys watched Warrior and wrote us in and uh, told us your thoughts about it for next week. Do you have a specific question they should answer about the movie? Um, I guess my question could be uh, for you martial arts fans out there, what do you think of the tr- the, the trend in martial arts lately where it's all about Mixed martial arts instead of f- focusing on one specific one. I, I could answer that next week. Cool. For sure. And you will. And I will. In great grave detail. Bum, bum, bum. Write us in, fuarock at gmail.com. Tweet us at fuarockpodcast. Check out our Facebook, facebook.com slash from under a rock. YouTube. YouTube.com slash hyperdrivepicks. Uh, we will have this challenge video, the challenge video for this episode uploaded on Thursday and you can write in the comments there and let us know. So yeah, warrior. Let us know. Yeah. Do that. Let us know. Let it, let us know. Let us know. Let us know. I can do it too. I was trying to do the frozen. I know. You did the Christmas one. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Got our bases covered. Uh, I wish I could. As I said, you, you can check out the challenge <laughs> video on YouTube.com/slash Hyperdrive Picks, along with other si- such uh, interesting and provocative content, such as provocative. Oh, this week I actually just want to say that we just got on Stitcher. So if you want to take From Under a Rock on the go on your Android device, we are on the app. You can stream it every episode on there. So check us out on Stitcher and tell your friends. It's a uh, it's a good it's a, another good way to listen to us. So yep. Excellent. And I think that's going to do it. Let's I have something on. to plug. Oh, please. Uh, James and I are having a reception for uh, our... And everyone's invited? For our stateside friends because, you know, we went to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To uh, Isla Nubl- Nublar? Nublar, yeah. yeah. Okay. Or I say Nuber. <coughs> I, that was silent Nub- to me. <laughs> you said Is- Isla Nuber. I, I said Isla <laughs> Nuber. That's just my way. Um, but yeah, if you want to... Uh, I don't know. We're we're registered at Target, um, and if if you want right. to come to our uh, reception, bring a gift, bring black food tie. or whatever. Um, black Very tie formal. Um, we, females must wear black ties as well. Females must wear black ties. Equality. Uh, it'll, Equality. It yeah, will be at the. the it'll be at the Magic Castle, and yeah, it's uh, excellent. Well, September. Wait, I'm so, I'm confused. Is it at Isla Nublar or at the Magic Castle? No, you already did the Isla Nublar. 
Come oh, on, okay. I'm sorry. It's just been a whirlwind. It's for us. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be September 31st. Well, congratulations again. I'm, Thank you. I'm very happy for you. And now I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. Let's go around the table. I'm James McAnally, uh, a.k.a. McDoodles. I'm Michael Ornelas, a.k.a. Mike Bourbon. <laughs> I'm Steven Stupin, Suburban the Burbs. St- Zarita the Jerk. I missed Did it. Did you up. forget your own last name? No, I, I, I put the jerk one word too late. You're really slipping on that lately, Stephen. Mm. You gotta go home and practice in front of a mirror. In front of a mirror, practice my technique. Who are you? I'm Ryan Evans. Thank you once again for joining us for another episode of From Under a Rock. Hot dog, hot dog. Everybody get hot dog. Put them in my mouth. Hot dog, hot dog. Everybody get hot dog. Put them in my mouth. Hot dogs, hot dog. Everybody get hot dogs. Put them on your hand. Replace your hand with a hot dog. (laughs) With what? Put them in my mouth. (laughs) That's all I would say. I just want to replace my hand with something that I can just stick in your mouth. It's like that's the one line of the song James knows, and he can't wait to get to it. So he's just shouting it out. Uh, uh, Put him in my mouth. mouth. (laughs) He's he's faking the whole rest of the song. The rest of the time, I'm just like lip syncing watermelon or lip singing watermelon. Watermelon. Put it in my mouth.